right, welcome to Tuesday, May 5th, 2020, folks. Uh, today I had the lunchtime hangout with my students again, and it was pretty good. Not as many not as many of them showed up, but it's optional, so that's cool. I think I'm going to keep going with it because uh, I enjoy it, and I think they, uh, they're enjoying it too. Today I did have a bit of difficulty getting the conversation going, and eventually I decided to start reading to the students and that that really the topic of today's podcast is uh, reading books to students online like reading out loud to students uh yeah so I, you know in, in trying to get them engaged i tried playing video games like some car racing games and then i tried to play checkers online with them but that wasn't really working out it was just not interactive and probably set up and all that stuff so uh i don't know what came over me but i maybe it's something i just tend to do is when i when i had a lot uh at a what do you call it? Crossroads. I can't figure out what to do. I I tend to pull out a book and read to my students. So that's what I did today. I pulled out uh, Mr. Lemon or Escape from Mr. Lemoncello's Library, a book I used last year for a a literature circle. This is something I I learned about in placement, actually, is that 11 and 12 year old students still do enjoy being read to. Um, And, uh, you know, I was shocked when I learned that. It's, in top, it's important that we think about this is because we, we do have to engage our students effectively and, you know, reading aloud is, is simple enough to do. And because it's something that they do do in class, I mean, it is something that can translate over into this online world. So, so it's important to think about sort of how we can bring those things over, right? Like, uh, what are we doing in class that we can do online and, and provide that sense of continuity for students, right? Uh, so I, pull, I I had Mr. Lemoncello's library, or Escape from Mr. Lemoncello's library on my iPad, so I just pulled it up on uh, on iBooks there and started reading. Some of the students did continue to play Roblox and Minecraft on on uh, together. I guess the, there's some sort of online platform that they can meet at, but they used the Google Meet as sort of their discussion forum. So they were talking talking through that and so I had to stop them at I had to stop at points and just ask them to be quiet uh, eventually other students started asking them to be quiet so that I can continue reading so that was really nice uh, you know that, that was an indication to me that the students were enjoying being read to uh, I can't be sure of course because I couldn't see other faces but uh, yeah but I, I think it's something I'm definitely going to try and continue to do um, yeah you know it's not new to us that students enjoy being read to, you know, and no matter their age, really. And I think that it is something that we often forget. Um, you know, students, especially as they get older, they, they probably won't ask to be read to. Um, but in, in certain contexts, it can be more entertaining than a video game. And, and you can read them a story that they've read before. Or they, you know, it doesn't really matter. And I think I think it's important, too, that it happens live and not not as a recording. There's, there's something about being read to uh, in person in that, in that live format that, that's more, more uh, what do you call it, emotive than sort of watching a pre-recorded video. So, you know, if, 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 you're, th- if you're looking for things to do to connect with your students, maybe try reading to them, uh, no matter how old they are, really. Uh, kindergarten right up to, you know, high school, grade 12, like, I think there's a there's certainly a book you can find for every age group, and you know it, it could it could only be even just the 20 minutes that you have to fill. Uh, it doesn't have to be very long, but I, I I certainly think it's something worth considering doing, right? Yeah, and, and if you do decide to do that, please uh, you know let it let me know through Twitter what book you've read so that it, and what grade you're reading too, so that you know others others can uh, can do the same, 
Right, my question for today is, uh, I'm stealing it from myself really, it's coming off a discussion that I was having on Twitter earlier today, and it said, uh, it's, uh, do students have enough opportunities to solve organic problems, like who to choose for a team during recess, or who to protect from a snow fort, uh, or yeah, who to protect a snow fort, snow fort with in the winter. And because of the distance that we, we have between our students and the, the distances that the students have between themselves, I mean, how do we provide these real life problems for students? Uh, what are some of the avenues that cr where students will run up against each other and have to really think on the spot and use that those quick uh, decision making skills in order to solve a problem and move forward, right? Without yelling out for whoever's on supervision to come help save them. So it's something to think about, I guess. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow, folks.